Tuesday morning, February 21st, 2023. Remember when Michael Jackson dangled his baby over a balcony? Well, that baby is celebrating his 21st birthday today. Prince Michael Blanket Jackson is 21 years old. Sophie Turner, she plays Sansa Stark on Game of Thrones, and she's married to Joe Jonas. She is 27 years old today. Jennifer Love Hewitt and Jordan Peele both turn 44 years old today. And Kelsey Grammer. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Talk he has a birthday today. Actually sings his own theme song in this one. Frazier. He turns 68. On this day, 20 years ago, Will Ferrell's Old School was released in theaters. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. I like you. And three years ago, health officials said at least 18 Americans that made it home from a call. And Maddie looking at some rain showers moving through this morning and a high today of about, well, about 42. And we're at 40 now. Time. Time to spill the tea on today's celeb gossip and Hollywood buzz. Here's Maddie's entertainment update. On the Michael and Maddie Show. On the Michael and Maddie Show. The Santa Fe County DA... Is a little embarrassed today, dropping a key charge against Alex Baldwin that now means even if convicted, he might not spend any time behind bars. The DA dropped the gun enhancement charge in the case. This after Baldwin's lawyer filed a motion exoriating? <laughs> That's a big word right there. Prosecutors were going after the actor using a law that did not apply. So Baldwin has been charged with involuntary manslaughter and the death of Helena Hunchitz. The DA initially tacked on the gun enhancement charge, i.e. using a gun to commit the crime. Problem is, at the time of the shooting, New Mexico law provided a gun enhancement charge could only apply if the gun was brandished, meaning the gun was displayed with intent to intimidate or injure a person. That's clearly not the case with Baldwin. For some reason, the DA felt Baldwin could be charged with a recent amendment to the gun enhancement law that doesn't require brandishing. Thing is, that law was not enacted until seven months after the shooting. So the DA belatedly saw Baldwin's way and dropped the gun enhancement. So here's why it matters. If the gun enhancement charge stuck and Baldwin was convicted, he'd face a minimum of five years in prison. Wow. Yeah. So now that that is gone, that's off the table. If Baldwin is convicted of involuntary manslaughter, he would face up to 18 months behind bars, but the judge could give him less or even probation. The DA also dropped the gun enhancement charge against armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. So a lot of developments going on in the past few days. I feel like there's something new every single day. Right. It's like, oh, wait, we're going to charge you with this. Oh, wait, no, we're not. Uh, We're going to charge you with this. Eh, Maybe not. (laughs) Like, this is pretty crazy. This is turning into a saga. Yeah, no, I mean, it's 18 months. It's nothing to sneeze at either. But something tells me he's not going to serve any time in prison. I, I just, I mean, I just don't see it happen. I don't either. There's no way. I think it's a major reason is because I just don't think there was any malice in his heart or anything. You know, the, yeah. he, he wasn't like, I'm. Like, this was an accident it was, all the way around. Right. Like, 360 degrees accident on every part. Was there negligence? For sure. Probably. <laughs> yeah. But, well, but I, you know, I don't know. I think a judge would be more likely to lean towards a, a probation than than prison time for, for negligence like this. The last time we spoke about it, the one thing that I could reconcile with 
was the fact that he wasn't just an actor. He had more roles than just being an actor. Yes. On that level, okay. But manslaughter? Like, whoa. Yeah. That, that's intense. So, I mean, it's kind of a good thing that that's off the table. Madonna showing off her new look. When does she not have a new look? Oh, my goodness. She took to Twitter to share a photo of herself that appears to have been taken on a set. She said, look how cute I am now that the swelling from my surgery has gone down. In February, she made a special appearance at the Grammys. And if you recall, everybody was talking about how, quote unquote, different she looked. Right. No, she, she did, looked though. a little different. She said, instead of focusing on what I said in my speech about Sam Smith and Kim Petrus, many people chose to only talk about close-up photos of me taken with a long lens camera by a press photographer. Uh, she said she was caught in the glare of ageism and misogyny. She said a world that refuses to celebrate women past the age of 45 feels the need to push her if she continues to be strong-willed. And now she's saying, um, you know, it was because she had a surgery. So that is starting to go down. She does look a little more normal, I will say. Like, I'll give her that. Um, so she's saying that she looks better now. She's saying that she's like, look how cute I am because the swelling went down. Okay, so, so then she's acknowledging like she, that, yeah, that she didn't like, look normal before, right? Right, and it's like, so you so you agree. You think you're really pretty. Right, no. so then why are people <laughs> misogynists or ageist because yeah, they said, so, holy cow, what did the plastic surgeon do here? Yeah, so that's what she looks like now. She posted a photo on her Twitter. She does that look That does look better, better. honestly. Like, it she, does. she looks... She looks like a human being again. Like when she, I'm sorry, <laughs> she but when like, she showed up to the Grammys, it was like, is she okay? Like the best meme I saw was the one with her side by side with the guy from Saw. Oh, that's <laughs> messed up. That is so messed up. <laughs> it was so accurate. Oh it my is, god. Okay, it might be accurate, but like oh, leave man. the poor woman alone. I'm glad she's doing better though. Harry Styles, what are you doing, bud? He will do anything for his fans. It's crazy. He arrived in Perth, Australia, uh, and he decided to take part in an Australian tradition. The only reason I know of this Australian tradition called the shoey is because a lot of UFC fighters do this. And basically what you do is you chug your drink out of your shoe. So Harry Styles, being in Perth, said, you know what? I'll give it a shot. This is one of the most disgusting traditions I've ever heard. <laughs> wow. Right out of the shoe. So when in Perth, do as the Perthans do. It. But it's such a popular tradition. Uh, as you heard him say, he said, this is one of the most disgusting traditions ever. <laughs> uh, he said, I feel like a different person. Mind you, he's doing a shoey out of a $780 shoe. Well, I was going to say, it looked like a pretty uh, brand new Adidas. It's Adidas by Gucci back like i mean come on like it he's doing just fine um he said i feel ashamed of myself <laughs> it feels so personal uh i'll be discussing this with my therapist at length at length uh but yeah this is one of those traditions where it's like if you're not from australia you don't get it but when i first saw the video my first instinct is because you know like, there's a lot of interaction with the crowd with with harry 
and people throw a lot of things on stage. Oh, yeah. I thought someone threw one of their shoes oh, up on stage and he did a shot out of the that, shoe. So typically, you do it out of a stranger a, a, shoe? A person's shoe. Like, it's not always your shoe. Yeah. Which is like, uh, wow. Nasty. Pick your person very carefully for that <laughs> yeah. one. More entertainment news on the Fun 107 app. Been app this morning, Michael and Maddie. Do you have more Taylor Swift tickets to give away? Of course we do. Yay! Right up till showtime, we'll have your Taylor Swift tickets. So make sure you download that Fun One Hundred Seven app, and you'll be ready to win your tickets when the time is the time. <laughs> It'll be a time and place of our choosing. It's just not right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you see this crazy video on Facebook page on, on Facebook last night? Of the random Walmart. It was all over my Facebook last night. It was like Poseidon. It's it's kind of a crazy sight for sure. It's like the Atlantic Ocean or something just poured into this Walmart in random out of the ceiling. It, honest Look to God, that. if you've ever gone to Universal Studios in yeah. Florida, it looks like a... You know, because like when you go on a Universal Studios ride, it's always something goes bad. Right. It's like it's like you know then the well, the, it's like that. Uh, ah, there's a certain ride. Earthquake. Yeah. Or, you know, they're all a disaster, really. Like, like the, oh, we have tough road ahead. Yeah. Everybody, hold on tight. Make sure your hands are in the vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. And then you know, then something like this happens, like where this is this massive like water main burst or something. Yeah. And look at that. The ceiling's falling down. Like. That's crazy. It looks fake. I wonder, like, do you think it landed on anybody? Well, somebody had to have gotten wet. Because think about it, right? Like, now, right there, it's pouring out. Yeah. But at one point, it burst through, you know? So somebody could have easily been under it or, like, in in its wake. People in the video don't seem too concerned. I mean, it's just water, I guess. But, you know, it's something you see every day. The ceiling is literally collapsing, and people are just standing there taking videos. <laughs> and I guarantee you, not one person stopped shopping. Not one. That's interesting. I don't know. That's a good question. There's we no should... way. There's no way. They probably turned around and went, oh, my God, took a video. Is this still on sale? Going, and then kept going. 1, well, what would you do? Would you, would, I mean, it's not cause to run out of there and, and panic, I don't think. Thing. I mean, not to panic, but the ceiling is falling. Yeah, yeah it's Who true. Who said it's going to just stay in that one little area? Valid. Like, yeah, it could, it, could, it could escalate quickly. Just a little bit. Because I've been to Universal Studios. I know. These exactly. things could definitely get bad. Text time. And it's giving back, right, to, to kids who need it, foster kids. It's really, really sweet. And this woman is kind of known for doing this. Her name is Michelle Carvalho. She's the owner of MB Beauty in Fall River. Before it was MB Beauty, she had BEC Salon, and every Christmas season, season, she would open her doors to the homeless and make them a Christmas feast. So wow. she said to herself, you know, like she wasn't really noticing anybody doing anything for Christmas. People do a lot for Thanksgiving, but for whatever reason, she wasn't seeing a lot for Christmas. So she said, I'm just going to do it myself. And so like people would donate turkeys and food and she would cook it and open up her doors to these people. And 2020 rolled around. And for whatever reason, she kind of evolved her giving nature and decided to open the doors to high school students that needed assistance. So, um, 
she came up with the idea in 2020, but <laughs> pandemic and everything else shut it down and proms weren't happening. So last year was the first year she was able to offer free prom hairstyles, makeup, spray tans uh, for children in foster care. So she basically said she she was she was very generous with what she shared. Um, she said she grew up really poor in Tiverton and she didn't get to go to her own prom. And so now that she's older and she's a business owner, like she just she really wanted to just give back. And I just love that. And she was really cute because she was saying she was like, you know, it sounds kind of corny, but my you know, I feel like my purpose in life is to give back and make people happy. And I'm like, that's not corny at all. I'm like, that is the coolest thing. Like, there's not enough people like that. So um, she likes to give back to those that need it most. So this year, she's excited to do it again. Um, so for eligible students that are in foster care, uh, she can offer free updos. Gentlemen, if you need a f- fresh lineup or a haircut, you can get a free haircut. Uh, makeup services, spray tanning. If you need a prom dress, she has a closet full of donated prom dresses. Well, she's ready to go. One-stop shopping. It's the best. Yeah, that's and, great. And now that she does this and she's open about this and she's sharing it, people are coming through the woodwork to help her cause. So people are donating jewelry. They're donating their time to do nails. Like, this is going to be a full-on service for students that deserve it. It's outstanding. You can find out more about what's going on with that up on fun107.com. This morning, it is 6... 6.53 in a 90-second news update now with Phil Devin. A potential salary reversal in the works. New Bedford Mayor John Mitchell says he now wants to roll back the largest salary increases approved by the city council last month and signed by himself. The package was approved for department heads and specialists in January, setting increases for some at 25 percent. The mayor tells the New Bedford Light the council's decisions were not based on sound analysis and led to excessive pay raises. The mayor wants the council to roll back the salary classification to a level he first proposed in October. The mayor's plan provides for a minimum 5% increase with raises to follow according to the pay step schedule. Traffic was shut down for several hours on the Braga Bridge between Somerset and Fall River Monday night. State police responded to a five-car crash on I-195 West around 7.30. Multiple people were hospitalized and their conditions were not immediately disclosed. A water main break at the Raynham Walmart sent water pouring from the ceiling into the store on Monday, sending 1,000 square feet of ceiling tiles collapsing onto the floor near cash registers. Video shared on social media shows water gushing and customers scattering. The fire department said it quickly shut down the water system. No injuries were reported. One of the main baby formula manufacturers in the United States is recalling two batches of its product due to contamination concerns. The recall affects 145,000 cans of its Enfamil ProSobe Simply Plant-Based formula. It's being done out of an abundance of caution after samples tested negative for a bacteria, the company says. No illness has been reported. And add first-generation iPhones to the list of collectibles that can bring in big money. An iPhone that was still sealed in its original box went for more than $63,000 at auction over the weekend. The original owner of the phone said she received it as a gift but never opened it since she already had a new phone. Other first-generation iPhones have been reportedly sold at auction for more than $35,000. The 8-gigabyte phone was originally listed for less than $600 when it was introduced in 2007.
In sports, the Boston Bruins extended their winning streak to four games after taking down the Ottawa Senators 3-1 at TD Garden. Boston now leads the NHL with 91 points and visits the Seattle Kraken on Thursday night. And the Celtics return from the All-Star break when they visit the Indiana Pacers Thursday night in Indianapolis. Your Tuesday morning traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. I gotta say, I had never seen anything quite like this where so many real estate agents are dropping everything and joining Seaport Realty with their beautiful new megaplex there on Route 6 in Fairhaven. I guess why not? When you think about all the different perks that you get when you join with Seaport Realty, uh, you get help with transactions. You get if you recruit somebody from your old office to come over and be an agent at Seaport Realty, you get five percent commission on everything they sell for as long as they work at Seaport Realty. That alone should be reason enough to uh, make the switch. But uh, the newest one is Tony Souza, and Tony's been in the real estate game for a long time. I mean, right around here, eighteen years. Licensed in Massachusetts, a really hardworking guy, pays attention to detail, totally knows New Bedford inside and out, knows the whole South Coast, got a background in the trash business and the transportation industry. This is somebody you want in your corner when you're buying or selling a home, Tony Souza, and uh, he is the newest agent at Seaport Realty. So welcome, Tony. And look, look, if you are an agent and you're thinking about your future, and you're thinking, oh, you know, I'm kind of lukewarm on this whole real estate thing. You've got to talk to Sarah and Christian Farland. They are rethinking the way real estate works here in the South Coast and really everywhere. I mean, it's it's just incredible what they're doing. So they're reimagining the entire approach to real estate. Uh, so you can find out more about the whole uh, crew there at seaportrealtyinc.com or you can email Tony, Tony S at seaportrealtyinc.com. At Tuesday's Child, it is brought to you by First Citizens Federal Credit Union. Big thanks to them for helping us do this every single week. And ladies and gentlemen, let's find out about Nathan. Nathan is a 10-year-old student. Um, he's been with the May Institute for seven years now. He's a great kid. He's full of energy. He's always running around in the classroom with a smile on his face. He loves attention. He'll come to you and ask you to pick him up. Loves tickles. He loves to color. He draws Mickey Mouse and Dora. He's just a generally really happy kid. He's full of life. He's full of energy. And we're so lucky to have him here at the May. Nathan's a cute kid, isn't he? I feel like my day is full of smiles with Nathan. He brought over a little Toodles drawing and he was just handing me them one after the other and was having us sing the Toodles song, the Mickey Mouse house. What makes Nathan happy? Coloring, having the yoga ball, um, staff attention, adult attention. He just, yeah, anything he can do to get his creativity out, he's in his element. He loves chalk when we're outside. He loves his whiteboard and markers and crayons and we've moved to giving him little pieces of paper because <laughs> he flies through them so fast. But really, anything he can do to draw his Mickey Mouses and his scenes he sees in his head, he's happy. He's a really smart kid. He's been flying through his um, academic goals. Does Nathan have some challenges with communication? We're working on some uh, verbal behavior programming with him, really working on his language skills. Um, his communication has improved drastically since he's been here at the May Institute, which has been really exciting to see. So where does Nathan thrive? Honestly, Nathan can just thrive anywhere, which is just so great about Nathan. He just 
finds something that makes him happy wherever he is, whether he's at the res or he's in the classroom or he's outside. He just finds something he loves and really he can adapt to just about anywhere he is. What kind of family do you think would work best for Nathan? Nathan has a lot of potential and we see the potential that he has and his ability to grow um, both as a student and also as a person. Um, so I would love for a family to be able to foster that potential and to really care for him as uh, much as we do here at the May. This is a little guy who likes Dora the Explorer and Mickey Mouse and Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Loves to watch the videos and you know looks through the books and loves having the books read to him this is nathan and he is our tuesday's child and if you can help him out we're going to be uh putting up his spotlight up on fun107.com this morning you can take a look at that and again thanks to first citizens federal credit union for helping us do tuesday's child every week it is 752 and Phil Devitt with a look at this morning's headlines. New Bedford Mayor John Mitchell wants to overhaul the pay structure for city department managers and specialists, claiming the salary increases just approved by the city council weren't the right move. Increases for some workers are set at 25% under the current structure, which the mayor signed off on. But now Mitchell calls those pay raises excessive, and he wants to see them rolled back to a level he first proposed in the fall. His plan would provide for a minimum 5% increase to start, with pay raises to follow. Mitchell tells the New Bedford Light he signed off on the current pay plan despite not being happy with it to get something on the books and he's following up on what he said he would do. Traffic was shut down for several hours on the Braga Bridge between Somerset and Fall River Monday night. State police responded to a five-car crash on I-195 West around 7.30. Multiple people were hospitalized. Their conditions were not immediately disclosed. A teenager has serious injuries after he was stabbed at the Cape Cod Mall in Hyannis. Police say the 17-year-old male was stabbed multiple times in the upper torso Monday afternoon. The victim was taken by medical helicopter to the hospital with injuries described as serious but not life-threatening. Police have not announced any arrests and say it appears the stabbing was the result of an argument between the victim and a suspect. And scientists believe a data-tracking necklace can help smokers kick the habit. Researchers at Northwestern Medicine in Illinois think tracking real-life actions and not self-reported usage is the best way to help smokers quit. The SmokeMon device can tell how long a person placed a cigarette in their mouth, and it's worn around the neck with sensors measuring thermal activity. It determines the number of puffs, the duration, and the time between each hit of the cigarette. The researchers plan to refine the design, so so the device looks more like a piece of jewelry. In sports, the Boston Bruins beat the Ottawa Senators Monday night 3-1. It's on to a game with the Seattle Kraken Thursday night. Also Thursday, the Boston Celtics return from a week off to play the Pacers in Indiana. A check on your traffic and weather coming up from the Chard Oak Tavern Newsroom. I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Phil and Maddie, and again, 195 westbound by the Bragger Bridge. I guess there was a rollover there in the Bragger Bridge. That has been cleared by Mass State Police, but there's still a little bit of some residual traffic. Just uh, heads up as you uh, head towards Providence from Fall River this morning. Can we just picture that for a second? I would be freaking out if I rolled my car on a bridge. I'd be freaking out. Yeah, that is, uh, that's unnerving. I didn't really picture that until you just it, said it. Like, it's already nerve-wracking to have a rollover situation. And I'm counting my lucky stars, knocking on everything that I've never had that experience. But imagine that experience on a bridge. No. No, thank you. I would be, I would, 
I think I'd pass out from just like sheer panic. I seriously, I can see that. I mean, it's I get a little weird sometimes going over. You know what bridge gets me? The is, Newport Pell Bridge. Is that the? I don't know what the name of it is, but it's the one if you're if you're down in that area, yeah. and then you go to to uh, Bristol. The yeah, bridge to Bristol. So you're not thinking of the Newport Pell Bridge is the one with the arches. Yeah. You're thinking They of, have the lights on it, like the blue um, and yellow lights sometimes. Yeah, you and, are thinking of a different bridge, which I believe, let's see if we can find the name here. But the one that gets me is the Newport Bridge. And I remember- um, oh, Mount Hope? I don't think that's yeah, it. Yeah, I think that is it. I don't know. Is that what it, I thought it didn't have the, no, this is- yeah, no, that's the Pell Bridge. The one that gets me is the Newport Bridge. And I remember when I was younger, they didn't have a divider in the middle. So you had two lanes on each side. Kind of like the Bourne and Sangamore Bridges. I guess. And it didn't have a divider. And it is so tall. Like, it honestly felt when I was a kid, and sometimes still feels this way, it would feel like I was going at a 90 degree angle. And like, there was no divider. So it's just like, like white knuckling it over this bridge yeah. every time. Thank God they have a divider now. But still, like sometimes I I still get really nervous over that bridge. My wife does not like bridges or tunnels. So going to Boston with her. Oh my God. Always a good time. Like I can't. She, one time she got lost. She was went to go pick up my uh, daughter after a Billie Eilish concert at the Garden. And somehow, of course, she just can't get there, you know, without problems. Somehow she ended up mistakenly taking the Zakem Bridge. Oh, boy. And she was all the way to the right. So she was like looking over like at what could be her impending doom because you go over that bridge like, you know, you're done. Uh-huh. Uh, and she was like hyperventilating. I'm like, you got to calm down. Like she really like if you hyperventilate, you get problems here. Oh, poor thing. So... But, uh, I see tunnels have never I used to like I still do it. It feels like a little ride. Like, woo, tunnels. Woo-hoo. <laughs> like there's lights. But and if stuff. you think about the tunnel too much, I can right, understand. Don't, don't do this to me. Don't like, do this to me. That one in Boston, the tunnel, you are underwater. Are you really? Yes. So you start thinking about that too much. Okay. You're saying, How is this working? Okay. First of all, I'm underwater at times. And there's also a major United States city above me. How is this holding Boston <laughs> yeah. above me? I know, that's kind of so, wild. So, you know, right, there's bye. that. <laughs> now I'm going to freak out the next time I go. Thanks. 8.25. 90-second news update from the Chard Oak Tavern studio. Here's Phil Devitt. A potential salary reversal in the works. New Bedford Mayor John Mitchell says he now wants to roll back the largest salary increases approved by the city council last month and signed by himself. The package was approved for department heads and specialists in January, setting increases for some at 25%. The mayor tells the New Bedford Light the council's decisions were not based on sound analysis and led to excessive pay raises. The mayor wants the council to roll back the salary classification to a level he first proposed in October. October. The mayor's plan provides for a minimum 5% increase with raises to follow according to the pay step schedule. Traffic was shut down for several hours on the Braga Bridge between Somerset and Fall River Monday night. State police responded to a five-car crash on I-195 West around 7.30. Multiple people were hospitalized and their conditions were not immediately disclosed. A water main break at the Raynham Walmart sent water pouring from the ceiling into the store on Monday, sending 1,000 square feet of ceiling 
ceiling tiles collapsing onto the floor near cash registers. Video shared on social media shows water gushing and customers scattering. The fire department said it quickly shut down the water system. No injuries were reported. One of the main baby formula manufacturers in the United States is recalling two batches of its product due to contamination concerns. The recall affects 145,000 cans of its Enfamil ProSobe Simply Plant-Based formula. It's being done out of an abundance of caution after samples tested negative for a bacteria, the company says. No illness has been reported. And add first-generation iPhones to the list of collectibles that can bring in big money. An iPhone that was still sealed in its original box went for more than $63,000 at auction over the weekend. The original owner of the phone said she received it as a gift but never opened it since she already had a new phone. Other first-generation iPhones have been reportedly sold at auction for more than $35,000. The 8-gigabyte phone was originally listed for less than $600 when it was introduced in 2007. In sports, the Boston Bruins extended their winning streak to four games after taking down the Ottawa Senators 3-1 at TD Garden. Boston now leads the NHL with 91 points and visits the Seattle Kraken on Thursday night. And the Celtics return from the All-Star break when they visit the Indiana Pacers Thursday night in Indianapolis. Your Tuesday morning traffic and weather next. From the Chard Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. So the good news is... It is school vacation week here in Massachusetts and in Rhode Island. And the bad news is it's school vacation week here in Massachusetts and Rhode Island. So you have to deal with the kids all week long. So if you're, you know, the kids are climbing the walls and you don't know what to do. February vacation week at Barrett's Alehouse in Fall River is the way to go. This The game room is going to be open up special hours for February vacation week. Uh, right through the weekend. It's going to be open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. So lots of fun to be had. And Barrett's Ale House in Fall River has a kid's menu so you can keep their energy up between the gaming sessions. So bring the whole crew down there to Barrett's Ale House in Fall River for February vacation this week. Barrett's Ale House, they're right on Main Street in Fall River, online at barrettsalehouse.com. And uh, don't forget, a Paw Patrol-themed kids' night is coming up on March 13th, and you can uh, get your your kids signed up for that when you go and visit Barrett's Ale House today and uh, hang out at the game room. Ask about that Paw Patrol Kids Night coming up on March 13th. Barrett's Ale House, Main Street in Fall River. South Coast. Maddie, if you're a fan of HGTV, like my parents are, <laughs> they watch a lot of HGTV. Hey, it's there's concerning. a lot of good stuff on there. Okay? I know, but... And this one is going to be one that you're... I can almost guarantee that you're going to watch this because Why? it's history. Oh, I do like history. It's history about Fairhaven. I do like Fairhaven history. That's what I'm saying. So uh, it got really popular last year. It's called Houses with History, and it's on HGTV for a second season, launching next month with Cape Cod natives Jennifer McDonald, Mike Lemieux, and Rich Source. So they are back in action. We chatted with them before the first season uh, in 2021, and the first season went so well that they were re-signed for another season. Um, but basically, it's a show about these three restorers out of the Cape who love history. And they started by redoing apartments and things like that, and it eventually evolved into tackling these 18th and 19th century historic homes and they would renovate them in a way where they still kept the history intact, 
but like gave it that modern twist. That it I needs. absolutely love that. Exactly. Yeah. So HGTV scooped that right up and th- it follows them doing these houses, but they also give the history as well. So season two, episode one, Fairhaven, the home of Henry Huddleston Rogers. Does that ring a bell to you? Yes. If you're from here, you know the name Henry Huddleston Rogers. Do you realize how many buildings that man donated to this town? Oh, my gosh. I was blown away by how much history lays on the shoulders of him. Uh, And so the house, quote unquote, was actually his old uh, shed, gardening shed. Yeah, which is the size of like anybody's like... It would be like a big house. It's like 4,000 square feet. Yeah, so somebody would be like, wow, nice yeah. house. Like, that's where I keep my junk. Yeah, that, that's fair. Um, so I was talking to them, and they were saying how cool the history is. Um, and while they were, re, like, renovating this house, they were peeling back uh, certain parts of the house, and the original foundations were coming through, like, original moldings, original, um, you know, things that was there when... Rogers lived there, and at the time, he was best friends with John D. Rockefeller and Mark Twain, and they were talking about, McDonald was talking about how she was like, you know, the entire time we were working there, I just kept imagining them, like, smoking cigars in the garden and, like, talking about historic things, you know? It's wild to think about how Mark Twain summered here in Fairhaven. Right. Summered here. The Rockefellers. So, like... Summered here. Something... When you're a writer like that, there must have been something about his stay that inspired him, some character in him or some storyline in a book or something. Something must have originated here. Mm. Wild. That's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. Slice of Americana being born right from here in Fairhaven. So the premise of the show, McDonald, Lemieux and Soares take viewers on a historical journey as they incorporate modern functionality and design into these century-old homes. Uh, The first project, a 4,000-square-foot, quote-unquote, shed in (laughs) Fairhaven, built in the 1800s. So there's going to be plenty of history behind that. But it's going to be really cool to watch that episode and see, you know, landscapes that we're familiar with. And I'm sure people have seen this house before, have driven by it maybe, Um, But season two, Houses Houses with History, premieres March 7th on HGTV and Discovery Plus. So just a few weeks away, we'll be watching. It is special on Fun 107. It's Michael and Maddie. And Maddie, I've been calling up to the Walmart in Raynham. No answer this morning for some reason. Yeah, I don't don't know why. Did you guys see this on, on Facebook last night? This is like was going viral. Like, where is that water coming from? It just looks like maybe a water pipe in the ceiling. I guess. Just exploded, and there's just... You know what it really reminds me of? If you've ever been to Universal Studios in Florida, and you know when you go on any, like, ride at Universal Studios, it's like an impending disaster, no matter what happens. Like, they always try to make it like the ride has gone wrong right, or whatever. Right. And uh, oh, this uh, this doesn't usually happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, keep, keep your hands on the vehicle. Uh, We're going through the bumpy ride. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it looks like. That's what the Walmart in Raynham looked like last night with this water that pouring is, out of the ceiling. That is an incredible amount of water just coming out. 
And not only that, the ceiling is continuing to fall while people just stand there and film it. Listen, I, I like somebody yells. Hold on a second. Listen. Gotta get out of this place. Because <laughs> it's true. Because you know for a fact that that happened. Everybody whipped around, took their own personal video, and then kept shopping. Nobody ran for the exit. Nobody left. You know they didn't leave. And already people are commenting on this, like saying, somebody's going to get paid for this. Like, meaning like, yeah. oh, I got wet. Yeah. My phone got wet. Oh, I fell. Yeah. Like, no, you didn't. Exactly. <laughs> no, you didn't. But uh, so, yeah, it looks like the Walmart and Rainham. Look at this guy in the front with the hat on. He's literally standing under it. Like, what he are wants you, to like, get wet. What are you doing, bro? 100% wants to get wet so he can sue Walmart. World star. I slipped. I slipped. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it looks like the Walmart and Rainham, they're going to be doing some cleanup. The, the the aisle that that happened in, it looks like a small river. Oh, God, yeah. They're, that's some serious damage. That's why people went running through the exits, because they want to have damages. They want yeah. to be wronged. Yeah. And by Walmart. You know, a lot of these people are waking up today. Wow, why does my, oh, my neck hurt? My back. My back is killing me. It was water. <laughs> <laughs>